The office is the quarterback to what happens in the field. If your office is fucked, I guarantee your field's fucked. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom. I'm Andrew Houston. I'm gonna show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about leadership, okay? Now, we didn't get into this yet, but I mean, you don't have one or two guys working for you. No, oh, we what, do you, what do you got? What have been some Depending of the, on the time of year, yeah, say, between 20 to 25. 20, 25 people, right, okay. So, and let's talk a little bit about your business. So let's talk about like types of services that you have. Let's talk about that. Right. Yep, so we'll do plumbing, we'll do drain cleaning, grease trap pumping, septic pumping. We'll do sewer rehabilitation, so we'll do lining. We'll do water services. So we go from excavations to basic plumbing. Love it. Water in, water out, we deal with. Love it. Okay. So a couple areas I want to get into here before we look at finishing up this podcast. One is uh, from the perspective of leadership. I'm going to get into that actually in a second. Well, not in a second. After this one. The one I want to tap into right now. There's a lot of aha moments that you and I had. True? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about, again, all these listeners, all, everybody listening in, I told you it's no bullshit podcast. Like, we're, I'm going to give you the shit. Like, take it, okay? Um, so let's just, let's just pick a couple. So you, I've got one. What, which, what, what do you got, Peter? What's, what was an aha moment where you're like, fuck, I didn't know that. Do you remember? Do you have any come to mind? Yeah, I mean, one of the, one of the ones that, that typically sticks out in my mind is basically... Uh, you know, uh, running the company and, and you, you start getting frustrated and, you know, you're dealing with employees and you're not really, you know, maybe you're not dealing with them in the proper way or treating them, you know, exactly in the way that, that you should be treating them. And, um, you know, you become of the mindset that, you know, you just, you go in and, and I should be able to just tell you what to do and you should be able to follow it. And, and, you know, there shouldn't be any questions and there shouldn't be any discussion about it. It's basic stuff. Um, and you should be able to deal with it. And, and if you didn't deal with it, then, then there'd be a whole bunch of yelling and screaming and, you know, it'd be a very uncomfortable moment for everybody. And a lot of frustration probably on both sides, not, not probably, there would be a lot of frustrations on both sides. Right. So, um, didn't cost any employees, did it? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the funny thing is you don't realize it when you're in the moment, right? You don't realize that what you're doing is costing you, your business, your employees, costing you friendships. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I'd love to go backwards and, and, and try to save those relationships from really, really good people. And, you know, just one slip of the tongue and, and, uh, and boom, your relationship is done. They're gone. You lose a great employee. And, and in a lot of times, in a lot of cases, you, you know, it would have been just a take a deep moment, you know, deep, deep breath and settle down and calm down. And, and, and you might be able to reason with them, talk to them or, or figure out another way of dealing with the issue. Right. But when you're not open to it, when you're, when you're basically ruling, with an iron fist or, or, or a sledgehammer, yep. 
um, which I was. Um, you're definitely you're, you're, Thor. You're, you're, you're Thor def- yeah, yeah. You're too busy uh, using the hammer uh, <laughs> to realize there's another way of dealing with stuff. And so, not a good person. Not a not a good boss. Not a good person. Um, that was tough for you. Well, at, at, at the moment, I it was very tough because I couldn't understand why nobody else got it right, and and I didn't. I just didn't understand why. You know why they just weren't doing what I was telling them to do, mm. or asking them to do, or mm. actually I was telling. Um, so they just wouldn't get in line. So mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of running it like the military, I guess. Yeah, dictatorship. Dictatorship. Yeah. yeah. So what was the what? What do you remember the conversa- conversations? I think it was, uh, quite the surprise for all of us. Yeah. What 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 happened? Well, we we just started working on. We're basically. I think that was probably one of the first things that we started working on was right. was how to. How to save relationships, or how to? How well, to... you had just implemented going back to the beginning of this call. Like my Jen, I, Jen listens to some of these podcasts. She goes, she'll listen to this. Hey, Jen, I love you, babe. She'll listen to this. She'd be like, "You sat down with Peter, right? And he gave you all these bullets, right?" I'm like, "No, you you actually remember that stuff, yeah." And then she'll just shake her head because there's so many things that I don't fucking remember. Okay, but I remember this stuff. So in the beginning. You had just implemented the new pricing. Yep. 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 And, you know, the theory behind it was good. The math behind it, actually good. Now, Peter, I'm going to give Peter some serious credit. And let's give somebody else some massive fucking credit that's not here, that maybe should be here, or maybe on, on another po- podcast, is Tina, right? Yep. Tina is a fucking rock star, uh, like... Am I am I right? Like, 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 doing the books, the financials, like, dealing with so much shit while dealing with your shit... Dealing with the employees' bullshit, you know, implementing systems and policies and procedures, and like, oh my God, she was the be- she was an like an animal. At it. She's the one that went to the conference. Back to what you're saying, she did that said, okay, Peter, we're gonna start putting money away, right? And she like, did. made it happen. And she made it happen. She fucking made it happen. So, Tina, if you're listening on this, man, like seriously, we need to get you on here. Actually, we need to get some of the other ladies in on this. Okay, no, mm-hmm. t- honestly, because we got to give credit where credit's due. Plus, mm-hmm. being a mom, making the sandwiches, making yeah. sure that you're there. You know, as on time as could be, which is probably late all the time, right? And like your son was saying, you know, dad would be on the fucking phone. We'd go in a hockey game. He, he like, can't talk to dad. Why? He's on the fucking call. He's like on the call, on the call the whole yeah, time, right? On the phone all the time. Totally, right? So one of the things that was happening was that your, your team wasn't buying into what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I did, I don't know if you recall this, I had a conversation with some people. You did. And what came what was what came back out of that? Well, I, I am happy that they shared how they felt about the whole situation. Hence getting an outside perspective. They're Absolutely. not they, they they're guys, everybody listening in. Part of this whole getting coached or getting help is the other part of this is not getting somebody and again, it sounds like a marketing prof for contractors. Yeah, fuck, of course I am. Well what kind of coach would I be? Okay, honestly. Like, let's be honest. Um I not that I need people's business. I, like it's prof for contractors. I think I've done pretty good, like over a long period of time. But the reality is that, um, you, you know, I want you guys to get help. Okay. Cause I know there's lots of Peters out there. Good people. Lots of Tina's good people. Lots of, you know, um, father, wife, uh, sons, your, both your boys are in it. Right. Which we'll talk yep. about as well. Cause that dictatorship wasn't, wasn't just with employees. No. Uh huh. That was with a couple of sons and a wife. Okay which we're going to get into in a second. Peter's like, fuck, we're going to get into this. But that's all good, dude. That's why it's a no bullshit podcast. So I interviewed some of these people. And to let everybody know, you need to have somebody from an outside perspective interview these people. Your employees 
don't want to live in a prison cell. Your employees, trust me, do not want chaos. And I've said this, I think, a podcast a long time ago when we were talking about, uh, like, A players. A fucking players. If you have any A players, and 90% of you guys out there have A players, you don't even know it, okay? I'm not saying all your employees are A players. No, they're not. But the A players, they want to be tested and they want to be measured because they want to show that they can perform. Peter, you played hockey, man, right? Yep. I mean, how important was it that you fucking knew what the scoreboard was and shit of that nature? Oh, it's, it's extremely important. I mean, that's, that's what it was all about. Right. I mean, how competitive are you? <laughs> Probably too competitive. No, you're not, dude. You're fucking... <laughs> I love it. You're crazy My competitive. My body would tell you otherwise. Yeah. So, Peter, by the way, everybody right here, Peter, you played hockey. Right? Yeah. Just give an insight of some of the hockey and the injuries just from a competitive perspective. And then we'll get back to the story here. What? what yeah, sorry. What, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you're talking about too competitive, right? Like, you know, most entrepreneurs that are in the trades, you guys are all competitive, right? Like, yes. most of us are. Yes, yes. And well, it, probably to the point of I didn't know when to dial it back. Right, so right? you so injured the really, shit out of yourself, yeah, man. Yeah, you, yeah, your knee, like, you, you came here. Like a bionic man now. Yes, yeah. with cr- crutches. Yeah. Today, yeah. and you're freaking, you told him, like, Peter, I thought you had your knee surgeries done. You're like, no, that was just the one knee. I'm like, so what's going on? What's going on with your knee? Oh, it's not my knee. I had my freaking ankle seat uh, fused. I'm like, what? <laughs> These are all from hockey injuries and shit, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm attributing them to that. Yes, yes. for sure. You know, because the joints are pretty much well, gone. you played hard, man. Yep. Yep, there was no limit to it. You you just leave it all out there. There was nothing, <laughs> it, nothing left. Yes, and I think that's how we run our businesses. So this uh, this is segueing, guys. It was like sometimes I don't know where this Andrew guy goes, but I think you've learned anybody listening to these podcasts. I I bring it back in. So how we play sports. I'm not saying every owner of a contracting business plays sports. A lot of them have. Okay, I fucking played sports. Play hard. Like, get the shit kicked out of you. And actually, as psycho as it sounds, you freaking enjoy. Like, man, I just had the shit kicked out of me, man. Wasn't that great? Like, we're messed up, okay? Absolutely. Entrepreneurs, the contractors that are entrepreneurs, we actually take a little bit of pride that we can handle all this shit. Yes. Yeah, we do, right? Watch me do it. Yeah, watch me do it, right? And then we come in like a dictator with a fucking baseball bat. And we start beating people over the head going, I need this done this way. I need this done that way, Okay. The craziest part is that we don't even, we're given advice and we don't even know what should really be done, right? Okay, so you need to understand that most of you guys, you know, leadership is a skill set. So what were some of the, so the, you didn't have your team buying in. So then I interviewed some of these people and I got the reality, got the feedback of like, yeah, it's what I thought. Like Peter comes in with a fucking fist. He gives us you know, help me out here, Peter, but you know, this is what the team was. I, I can't believe I remember this. It's like, yeah, Peter would come in, be a Monday, and then on the Friday, Peter said, listen, next week we need to do this. Come the Monday. Half that got fucking deleted. And now it's like, no, I need, now I need this report. Now I need that. It's like, think, it's the ever wheel of change of, of, of Peter going, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. At like constant direction being changed. And it's like unrealistic time frames. Right, not knowing whether or not we have the skill set, not appreciating how much workload we've got right now, you know, and then so many things that we put the time in to get started never gets done because his attention now is not on that anymore. It's on this. And we just spend a fucking shitload of time trying to get this thing done. Help me out here. Is that sort of the story? Is, is true? It, yeah, it's pretty much it. So typically, what would end up happening is all these thoughts would pop into my head, and 
I'd have all these different ideas of what was going on and what we needed to do to get better or what we needed to do just to get on track or, or just do any, you know, so, so every five minutes would be like a little thing, go spark going off in my head and, and, you know, a little idea here, idea here, and we got to implement everything. And, you know, I would share all that with them right then and there. And I would give that all to them. And then we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to do it all. And, and then I would be surprised if they didn't get it done because if, if it came in my head and I, and I told you about it, then, then automatically we should just do it right away. That's what we need to do. And um, what you taught me was we taught me about including everybody in the conversation and then start, start defaulting my, my calendar and start projecting when we get projects done and then set expectations. And, be, and then you talked about putting in a buffer and, you know, so that, so that everybody, you know, it wasn't the end of the world if we didn't meet that, that timeline, but as long as we met it within the, 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 the time frame, including the buffer, everything was okay. And everybody all of a sudden started, you know, I was getting, so I started taking all these little firecrackers going off in my mind. I started documenting, you told me, you know, put them in my parking lot. And so I started writing them down so that, so, so I could get them out of my head and, and I could write them down and I could put them in the, the to-do list and I could schedule when we were going to talk about it. And, all of a sudden, we, we, we wouldn't be, you know, my people wouldn't be start feeling like I was drowning them, right? Because that's what it is. Like, I could just keep going and going and yes, going. That's right. and, 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 you know, it doesn't bother me. Like, and they're good ideas, too. Sure, but, but there's, like, too many, too fast, and, totally. and there's no structure to them. They're just, they're just, they're just there, right? And, okay, exactly. now deal with it. Here it is. Deal right, with it, right? right? Totally. And, and they would just drown in all of it. And, totally. and I didn't understand why. And, I didn't. and so when you were talking to Dean or, or Greg or, you know, it was like, man, you know, he comes up with all this stuff and it's just like all over the place. It's like just taking a whole bunch of paint and just throwing it on a wall. And that's pretty much how it was, right? So, so we started talking, you know, slow down. We started talking slow about... Slow down to what? Well, we just slow down, slow down the thinking, slow down, right. write it down. Slow down the speed up, actually. Right, slow down the speed up. Yeah. And and then we started talking about, you know, like I said, the, 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 the writing it down and time frames and, you know, structure. 90-day planner. And planning it and showing it and sharing it. And the biggest thing was buy-in. And, it's, you know, I never had buy-in. I never thought I needed buy-in. I just, if I come out with it, then you should just do it. Right? That's and what I pay you for, right, yeah, Peter? That's what I pay you for, exactly. I'm the fucking so owner. If I tell you to go do this, you go do it. What it is. And the problem with that was that nobody would really take responsibility for anything. Like, I, everything would come back to me. Like, you know, simple things would come back to me. Complicated things would come back to me. They wouldn't make a decision on anything. And that was my fault for not empowering them, right, not including them, not getting buy-in. And, totally. and getting buy-in, you know, meant that the project was actually going to there was going to be some roots and it was going to grow. Totally. Right? Without buy-in, we never had, the seed would never, you know. And let me, let me elaborate on something. So, <clears throat> so for everybody listening, you might want to write this down. So I'm going to reflect on what we did more specifically with you, Peter. Okay? And it, this is the order. There might be a couple of little pieces in between, but I'm going to give you guys the core fucking principles of how to do this, okay? So I don't want to hear any bullshit that, oh, I don't know what he was talking about, like how the fuck he did. I'm going to, I'm going to like go step one, two, three, four, five, okay? Here we go. Step number one, you need to assess what the real situation is. So how do you go about doing that? You need to get an outside person, okay? So what I did, I went out and reached out to Peter, had a call, said, how do you do it right now? Well, I tell them to do this. So as he was talking, you tell me if I'm right or wrong, Peter. And seriously, dude, if, I, if I'm off as bullshit, then fucking call my bullshit. You know that. I get called on bullshit sometimes, okay? Because I get a little bit excited, right? That's just the way it is. I remember talking to Peter, and I'm sharing my iPad. I'm like, okay, so what, what are the things that you want done, like that you've asked to get done? This and this and this and this and this. I start typing all this shit down. 
I don't share it. I'm not actually in that stage. I'm not sharing it with Peter because Peter doesn't know this, but I'm, but I'm going to go and ask him at the end of the call. I, I want to go and talk to some of your key people. Just like, yeah, yeah, sure, fuck, whatever, yeah. That's probably what they're going to tell you. I'm like, okay, great, perfect, thanks, Peter. So then I go talk to Dean and the next person and the next person. And I'm asking them, what's on your list? What's he want you to do? And they go on and they go on and they go on and they go on. Oh, that's not the mentioning or all the projects that we started that we never even finished. What do you mean? Well, we started this like two months ago. Then we started this, then we started this, then we started this. And I'm like still on Dean. And then Peter's like, I don't understand why you don't have any time. I'm like, well, show me what does your calendar look like? He's like, my calendar looks like? What do you mean my calendar looks like? I just do whatever the hell he tells me every day. I said, so you just basically do what's been dictated to you every day? Yeah. Hmm. And what was his role at that time? He was running the office. <laughs> he was running the office. By the way, anybody that doesn't believe me on this, the office is the quarterback to what happens in the field. If your office is fucked... I guarantee your field's fucked. Would you agree, Peter? Oh, so true. Yeah, and people undervalue, especially tradespeople, they undervalue the admin people because they think they're fucking smarter than them. They think because they're the tradesperson, it's a trades business, they're smarter. Bullshit, right? Ordering the right material, making sure payments, like we can go on and on and on. The admin people are almost as important, if not more important, because they're the quarterback to what has to happen out in the field. Okay, so cut to the chase. I then had a call with Peter. I said, Peter, so let's talk about Dean. I said, we're just going to pick one person. He said, yeah, okay, so I'm going to share my screen? Yeah, I shared my screen. So Peter, what do you see? What did you say? Do you remember? Mm. I go, Peter, um, do you know of this shit? He said, yeah. Where did this come from? Where did it come from? Well, it came from Dean. Came, no, it came from came from Dean, but who did Dean get it from? Oh, sure. Came from Peter. I said, okay. So Peter, all this stuff is what Dean's working on. And I could see the eyes start to fuck. I could see his head. Peter, Peter looked like that at the screen. If you guys are watching this on video, he leaned in and he leaned back and he looked at it. I'm like, so let me just get this straight. These are all the things that he's supposed to be working on. He went, yeah. But that doesn't include his role of this, right? Dispatching and this and this and this and this. Yeah. Hmm. How the fuck is he going to get all this done? Oh, by the way, these things here, i just going to list these, Peter. These four or five things here. Yeah. Those change in the last fucking five days. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but that's because Andrew... Oh, oh, just clear. I go, Peter, could you fucking do this? What'd you say? What'd you say? Could you do all these things? Could you run this thing? And you went... No, I can't. I go, did you know that he's got this much shit on his plate? And you didn't. Why? Because we only remember the last idea. We remember the last best idea. Don't we as entrepreneurs? And we delete everything else that we fucking told them. True? Yep. Okay. And we expected how fast, Peter? No. Yeah. How many of those things require skill sets? Every one of them. Fuck me. Fuck me. Every one of them. Every one of them. So listen, Peter had the right intention. You had the right intention, dude. Okay? You didn't want to set your team up for failure. You didn't wake up and go, I'm going to fuck, I want everybody to fail. But you don't know what you don't know. You're too close to the game. Mm-hmm. Really, right? You're on the ice and you're fucking in there trying to fucking stop this guy in your case, defense. And you're just hearing defense, defense, defense. Meanwhile, it's like, 
Peter, they pull out the fucking goalie, dude. And you're like, what? Right? Oh, shit, you lost the game. Right? Yeah. So everybody listening in, that's the next step, okay, is make sure you have an awareness of what it is that your team is dealing with. Or what they've accomplished. That's the next one, dude. You fucking nailed it. Tell us about that one. Hey, guys, we're going to take a short break. Uh, here's a small little message from me and my team. Did the client sign off and everything? Did I tell the office to invoice immediately? Wait, did I factor in disposal costs? Did I update the job progress board? Shit. Did I follow up with the customer after 30 days? What else did I forget? This situation happens way too often to contractors because most are winging it when it comes to handling projects. Unless you control three critical phases of every job, you'll never scale your trades business. If you're lucky, you might somehow remember everything on your to-do list and get away with it once or twice. But the next time, you might not be so lucky. You definitely don't want the word getting out that you're unreliable. Or worse, get the contractor's job site cheat sheet. Make sure this never ever happens to you. It's ahead to toe checklist that anyone on your team can easily use. Click the link below for instant access. It's 100% free. Maintain control, maximize your chances for success, and get your free contractor's job site cheat sheet right now. <laughs> so back to Dean, he would just, he would get a lot of these projects done. And he would work extra long hours and, and he would bust it. Like he would just hump it and get it done. And uh, the more he would get done, the more I would give him. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about, you know, what happens when you finish a project? Do you, do you actually acknowledge that the project is finished? Do you acknowledge that he did a great job? Do you have a little bit of a celebration? I mean, it could be anything, right? Like a, a way to go, let's go for a pizza, whatever. I mean, it's a lot of these, these things that he was working on were huge, right? They were, they were game-changing things for the company at Especially that time. Especially that pricing one was a fucking right? big one, dude. Game-changing. Game-changing, uh, yeah. And I, my answer was no. I mean, we just moved to the next project. I mean, we don't have time for all this wasted time that's of celebrating. It. That's what you thought. Yeah, right? That's right. We don't, we're not going to waste any time celebrating. We got to get to the next level. We got to, you know, and, and, and again, that was a game changer for me. But like, why, why a, did a, it resonate awakening. with you though? I forget. What was the reason that you went, like you bought it, it took you, a, it was on the same call, but, but it took a couple of moments where you were like, you just couldn't see the logic. Like it was like wasting time. But then I don't know what it was. Maybe you don't know yourself, but something happened and you're like, that makes sense. I don't know. I something. I don't know if this is right or not. But I remember talking. I always try to talk analogies, and I think I talked about. Oh yeah, I, I could be wrong. You could be somebody else. But I'm pretty sure I brought up the analogy of like Peter. When you played hockey, did you guys ever win any championships? And you, what'd you say? Yep. Fucking right. So what was that like? What'd you say? A little bit of a celebration. Yeah. Was it good though? Like man, was oh, it fucking? Oh yeah, it was great. Like, yeah. It was you know reward you for all the effort. Yeah, man. Like fucking, I touched the cup. I fucking skated around the ice. We got fucking medals. I remember. I go Peter. Imagine your guys winning fucking the championships and they don't get fucking nothing. <laughs> and you were like, I remember you were like, I think that I think it was you. And you were like, holy fuck. It just, it hits you. You're like, because you could relate to like when you played hockey going, that was fucking the, that was the point. Like that was yeah. part of the whole thing. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So once you started to do that, how big of it? So that's step three, everybody. Celebrate, reflect on the progress that is being made. How much did that change the relationship? I think I think everything that we've implemented, you know, uh, inclusion and including them and celebrating the yep. the changes and and you know trying to default our calendars and try to work within a reasonable time frame to get stuff done. I think the, the, all of these things were game changers, and I think it changed everybody's attitude. 
But why no, was this? Why is this one such an important one? Do you remember? It basically acknowledged acknowledged the effort of the of the people that 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 made it happen, yes. right? And it, and I and it wasn't. I went from taking taking it for granted, you know, to acknowledging that that there was a lot of effort put into it, and you know, and it went a long way. Acknowledging the effort that went into doing what he does, and and it and, and it basically said, okay, I I you know I recognize your value to the mm-hmm. to the organization, mm-hmm. and, and without your input on it, we would not be here today we would not be at this level mm-hmm. without your effort and you know for 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 him and and i mean a lot of people everybody you know like they need that to be able to 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 grow right i love it, I love it. let me let me be clear everybody listening in. a players want to fucking win the worst thing that you can one of the worst things you can do to an a player and there's a few of them there's definitely a few of them okay but one one of the big ones is not letting them experiencing what it's like to win when they won. Because then to an A player, it's like, what's the fucking point? A people, you're an A player, Peter. Everybody we've had in this podcast, are there A players? We are competitive. We like to win. Okay? And most of us have played sports, and regardless of you playing sports, okay, but if you've played sports, you get what I'm talking about, right? Like, I fucking, I, whether it was me winning playing hockey in between the pipes, right? Like, dude, one of my big, like, seriously, the biggest wins for me, and I know it's pretty, it's, it's, I just, I love it so much, I, I get a little emotional over it, even though it's just a fucking game of hockey. Winning the fucking, winning the championship, okay, on a shootout as the goalie. Bring it, come, come. Boom, Bernie Perot, fucking like, seriously, and it's like, like, fucking, we did it, man. Like, fucking, I stopped that puck, man. And we won. Like, that. these are moments. You remember that. And right now, ex- saying that, I emotionally experience it. You Seeing you in your face talking about win those, winning those championship, championships, you can emotionally see it. Yep, bring it right back. Yes, it brings it right back. Like, when you allow your team members to celebrate together a win, you think they want to win less or they want to win more? Come on. They, they they definitely want to win more, and they be, become, uh, you know, they feel part of the team. They That's feel it. now they belong. They they're they're part. They're creating of the solution. something. Yes. I love it. Okay, so guys, that's it. Like seriously, how much does it cost you to let people celebrate their wins? And Peter was like, "You're fucking right." Like how, Peter? How? What are we talking? I'm like, Peter, you need to take him out to lunch or something. And was it, it was a lot? A, it, was a, it was definitely an aha moment. We've had a lot of aha yes, moments. We're going to get to a couple more. Right? For but a uh, that, one, that one definitely was an aha moment. It, it was a growth, a growth spurt for me. Totally. Uh, part two, a part, a, one of the parts to wrap up on that particular one, then there's like, I think, two more, two or three more parts, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. It all goes hand in hand. Peter always went to the team thinking he had the solution. I said, Peter, don't give him the solution. Give him the problem. And you're like, what? I'm like, no. Give them the fucking problem. Let them come back to you. Remember, do, you do you remember I, I, one of the first ones, quick wins? Remember this? I don't know if you remember. Obviously, I haven't said it yet. Was I go, Peter. I'm like, Peter, how's your, how's your phone doing? You go, what do you mean? I'm like, Peter, you're on this call. You're on, these fucking, you're on the call with me. You're, you're answering your phone. I believe, Peter, that'd drive me nuts. Like, I'd get irritated. I'm like, you're on this call with me. You're spending time with me. Then you fucking pay attention to the other. Otherwise, this, we're not going to have this call because you're wasting my fucking time. Okay? That's the high Ds, right? Okay? And you, you respect that. These need to be told. Dude. Right? Peter, 
you're like, I get way too many texts. I get too many full, ma- too many voice messages. My fucking email's full. I go, okay, here's what you're going to do. And you actually, you wrote the email. I remember this one. Peter, right now, you're going to pull up your email. What? You're going to send out this email. Here, moving forward, something like that. You know, I know you guys got a lot more that you guys can provide and solutions, and I trust you, and uh, which is true. Well, actually, you were struggling with that a bit, but you typed in, you know, I trust you guys. Well, because you were always feeling like you were the one that had to pro- provide the, the solution, right? Um, and, and I said, and you said, um, do you remember what the rest of that was? Basically, we talked about how we communicate. Yes. With different levels and red, yellow, and green. Totally. But if hey, it, guys, don't come to me with just the problem. You're going to come to me. I need you to either come to me with you've tried something or with a proposed solution. Is that, you remember that? Mm-hmm. That was a game changer. Yep. Why? Why, did, why was that email out to your team saying, moving forward, if you have a problem, I'm here to support you. But I, I, be, I believe and trust that you guys have a lot more that you can solve here and bring to the table. Um, with that being said, if you have a problem, please come to me. But if you are going to come to me, you need to have at least tried something or you need to have a proposed solution. And by the way, doesn't mean it's the answer. How did that yeah. change things? It, it was, again, a game changer, right? They, they, become, they, they become part of the solution. They, they put some thought to it. They, and, and, you know, it's very easy just to complain and just walk away and just complain and, and not provide any input or, you know, anything into it, right? A lot of people just, just you know, just complain for the sake of complaining. That's true. Right? So, well, they're good so at now, it. you know, they have to come up with a solution. What, what is the problem? I mean, and if it's not, if you, if you don't have the time to come up with a solution, then I guess the problem is not that, that critical, right? So it's not worth very much time spent on it, right? So, so if you come with a, a solution, you want to talk about it, you put some thought to it, then you're going to give that more weight than something that you're not even willing to, totally. to help out with or discuss. Totally, dude. Totally. And one of the things, guys, you have to understand is that communication is the response you get. Now, what do I mean by that? Peter, very quickly, like seriously, there was something, a lot of breakthroughs very early. And hopefully you're listening to this, and that's a breakthrough. Like, if you're on this podcast... And you're like, man, that makes sense. And you don't take the fucking minute, you don't take 10 minutes and send out that email. Don't listen to another fucking podcast. I'm serious because you're wasting your fucking time. If you can't go and send out that email, because to me, it I don't, totally makes sense. You need to enable your team. And part of the problem is like, you weren't giving your team the ability to be enabled to solve problems. And you, you had a lot of, you have a lot of smart people. This is the one thing you started to realize. Like, holy shit, Dean came up with this idea. Remember that? That was like that, that was like a month's worth of like you going, holy shit, holy shit. And I'm like, what? Oh, and then they got together and then they figured out this. And I'm like, right? Together, everybody achieves more. That's the oh, fucking. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Okay, so that's number three, guys. Enable them, right? Give them the ability to solve fucking problems. Okay, and you might be listening. Well, what happens if they send me, what happens if they call me and they don't have a solution? Well, then let's not be fucking stupid about this. And you say, hey, remember that email I sent out? Dude, I trust you. Okay, I'm here to support you. Give me a call back. I want you to at least try something or think about a proposed solution. That's it. A lot of times they don't call back. Why, Peter? They figured it out. Yes, dude. That's it. Right? And you're teaching your part of your job, guys, listening as an entrepreneur and a leader is to create more leaders. Did Dean do that with the people below him? Yeah. See, guys, like this is a cascading effect. Like Peter applied it to Dean. Dean then applied it to his team. And then, and 
everything to your suppliers, guys, to your fucking everything, right? Yeah. Clients to everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, I, I I could see the growth when you and I were doing it, and now I can see Dean growing when he's doing it. Yes. And then working with his people and developing procedures and policies and systems and. It's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing. Well, this is all about, you know, we, we talk about scaling your business. You cannot, if you're listening in on this and you're like, I'm Bob in the truck or Bob in the three or five people. And you're like, you know, you know, like, you know, uh, nobody can do it like me or whatever. Like guys, like, and you're listening to the wrong fucking podcast. The, the way you're going to scale your business and get your business to pay, get your profits to pay for your freedom is to enable your team to help pave the path to that freedom. Right?